Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we're going to be learning how to let God deliver us from pride. God calls us to be humble. So why do pride and arrogance sometimes get the better of us? Well, that's a question that Rabbi Schneider will address today as he gives us a couple of pointers on how we can let God deliver us from pride and arrogance. We are not meant to be in competition with our friends, family, or coworkers. We're here to glorify God and serve Him. So let's get started. Rabbi's message comes from our series, Hannah's Song, and it starts right now. Two-thirds of our Bible are what we call the Old Testament, which we refer to in Hebrew as the Tanakh. But many Christians only know the New Testament, and even at that, many know it only shallowly. And so as a result, we come up oftentimes, unfortunately, with a wrong and faulty understanding of who God is. As we've been studying the life of Hannah and how God dealt with her and what type of experience she had in God's dealings with her and how she responded to God's dealings with her, we can gain so much insight that will help us to know how to position ourselves to walk humbly under God's authority today. Picking up now in verse number three, Hannah had conceived after having her womb closed for many years She gave all the glory to God because she had been praying to the Lord. If you only give me a child, I'll dedicate him to you. God answered her prayer. She brought forth Samuel, who became one of the greatest prophets in Israel. And now she says that she's in the temple dedicating Samuel. She's in the middle of her song of praise to the Lord. And she says, boast no more so very proudly. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth. I want to ask you a question. How oftentimes are you and I letting arrogance come out of our mouth? People ask us a question, or even worse yet, we just feel the need to comment on something. And you know what? So oftentimes our speaking and our commenting and our giving our opinion, it's rooted in haughtiness. It's rooted in pride. Because the truth is, We don't even know what we're talking about. We talk about this person. Do we really know this person? Are we really in a position to criticize this person? Do we really understand the road they've walked down? You know, do we understand where they've come from, why they do what they do? We don't understand. Only God sees the heart. And yet us in our pride, we don't have any fear of God. We just criticize this person. We criticize that person. We tell everybody what we think about this. We give everybody our opinion about what we think about that. And the truth is, beloved, so oftentimes, we don't know what we're even talking about. So Hannah says here, because she understands God and his power, in his holiness, in his sovereignty, she says, Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth. You know, so many times people ask me a question, and you know what my response is? I don't know. 
I don't know. Someone asked me a question about this person. My response, I don't know. Who am I to cast judgment on this person? The Bible says, who are you to judge the servant of somebody else? We give our opinion so oftentimes about what's happening in politics, about this or that. We don't know what we're talking about. We're getting misinformation. We're only watching one news network that has their own political bias. We're watching another news wet network. They have their political bias. We're taking what they tell us as if it's fact. We don't know the truth, beloved. Only God sees all things. We need to position our heart, beloved, to not speak proudly. The scripture says, let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. Let every man be quick to hear and slow to speak. I want to encourage you. Quit being so quick to give your judgments and opinions about everything because that is oftentimes rooted in pride. People oftentimes, they criticize me. They have no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea what my life story is. And yet they, in their pride, think they can make a judgment about me. They have no idea even what the facts are. That's just arrogance, beloved. And I'm not picking on people that have criticized me. I'm applying that to myself, to all of us. We need to be really careful about what we're saying. And so Kana said here, do not let arrogance in verse three come out of your mouth. A wise man is few in words. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth for the Lord is a God of knowledge. He sees the end from the beginning. You know, just to give an example of this, to stress it a bit deeper, I've already alluded to it, but you know, a lot of times we, we perceive somebody's behavior as them uh, having a certain heart. In other words, someone do, does something that offends us and we think that what they're doing that has offended us is out of their pride, which may be partially true. But what we don't understand is what's really motivating them is fear and insecurity and brokenness. But we don't understand their fear, their insecurity and their brokenness. All we understand is that we've been offended because of our own insecurity and in our own insecurity, which causes us not to be able to filter what's actually going on properly and fully, we reach back out and judge them and condemn them. And the whole thing is just the devil's brokenness. Remember what Yeshua said when he was on the cross? His accusers, his perpetrators, those that condemned him and put him on the cross. What did Jesus say as he was about to die and breathe his last? He said, Father, forgive them for they don't understand what they're doing. You see, Jesus didn't just get offended. He understood that they were broken and didn't even understand at the deepest level what they were doing or who they were doing it against. So let's be quick to hear and slow to speak and stop being so quick to judge everything and to judge everybody and to give our opinion and walk around in our own self-righteousness. Hannah had this self-revelation. Quit speaking proudly. And so once again, as we move on, do not let arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and with him actions are weighed. What is she saying? The Lord is a God of knowledge, and with him 
actions are weighed. You know, one of my favorite responses is when someone oftentimes asks me a question, as I said, a lot of times I'll say, I don't know. I don't know. Why do I say I don't know? Because I don't want to be in a position of being judged before God because I'm speaking in pride and I'm speaking something that I don't understand and I'm speaking about something that I don't have full knowledge of or I'm giving a verdict that's coming from my own self-righteousness and limited knowledge and that's pride and as a result of speaking in pride, I'm going to be judged. And so I say, I don't know to keep from being judged. But you know what other phrase I love that I oftentimes use? God knows. Someone will ask me a question and they're looking for me to me for a response. And my response is, God knows. Look what Hannah said there. For the Lord is a God of knowledge and with him actions are weighed. What is she saying? God understands what's going on. He's the God of knowledge and with him a person's actions are weighed. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. But first, did you know that you can receive real-time encouragement straight from Rabbi through text message? Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click on the link that says Rabbi Text Me, or you can text the keyword Rabbi to the number 88777. Rabbi sends these special text messages as the Holy Spirit leads, and he looks forward to connecting with you real soon. Did you know that this ministry is all about preparing the way for the inevitable return of King Jesus? Well, it's true, and we'd love for you to partner with us in this life-changing mission today. Together, we will change lives, not just locally, but all over the world. To support this team, call 800-777-7835, or you can visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now here's Rabbi Schneider. What's going on at the surface has much deeper roots than simply what's going on at the surface. Let me give you a very basic elementary example. Take a prostitute. It's easy for self-righteous people to condemn a prostitute as being the worst among sinners, as being the most defiled moral person. And of course, prostitution is a vile sin. But when God looks at a prostitute, he just doesn't see the sin of her sexual immorality. God is the God of knowledge. And as Hannah said, with him, actions are weighed. What does that mean? God is not just looking at the woman in the moment of time. He's not just looking at her in a given hour where she's out on the streets. The Lord weighs her actions. And what the Lord oftentimes sees is a woman that when she was two years old, her mother was a crack addict. And this little girl at two years old did not have a father. The little girl saw men abusing her mother. Of course, I'm just creating a hypothetical situation, which oftentimes is the case. This little girl that became a prostitute was raised by a mother that didn't nurture her, didn't mother her. The little girl growing up saw her mother being abused by men to support her crack addiction. So this little girl had no foundation built into her life. And of course, now she's on the streets, broken herself, selling herself. 
See, God does not just see this woman as a vile sinner. God sees her actions as being weighed as to where she came from, why she's this way. His love goes out to her. And so we need to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to pass judgment upon people. This is why Jesus said, judge not, and ye shall not be judged. This is why when they wanted to condemn the woman that was caught in adultery, Jesus said, but he that has not sinned, cast the first stone. God is the God of knowledge, and with him actions are weighed. And so, beloved, we need to look at our own life and our heart and ask ourselves, what is our way? What's the way we're living? What's our personality like? What's our disposition like? What's our lifestyle like? Are we people that are walking around, always giving our opinions about everything when we have no right to do so? Speaking about every person, every situation, pronouncing our judgments as if we know, we don't know. We have no idea what is really going on, the depths of what's going on. We don't have the heart of God to judge the matter. We don't have the mind of God or the thoughts of God to make an accurate judgment about a person or a circumstance. So let's again, beloved, not be hasty to let quick words come out of our mouth because if we do, what's gonna happen is judgment is gonna come into our own life. Hannah was a holy woman that was living under the fear of the Lord which we need to capture in our own life. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Without the fear of the Lord, beloved, no man will see him. The fear of the Lord is clean and it converts the soul and it will deliver us of pride and speaking empty words that are in reality filled with the devil. So once again, Hannah said, I will not let arrogance proceed out of my mouth for Yahweh is God. He's the God of knowledge. And with him, actions are weighed. She continues, The bows of the mighty are shattered, but the feeble gird on with strength. Those who were full hire themselves out for bread, but those who were hungry cease to hunger. Even the barren gives birth to seven, but she who has many children languishes. What he's simply speaking about here is a reverse order. It's the same thing that Yeshua taught. When Yeshua said, many that are first shall be last. The last shall be first, and the first shall be last. That the kingdom that is going to be manifest is going to be an upside down world. And many that were despised in this world, many that were looked upon as lowly in this world, they're going to be the ones that are exalted and shining with the most glory in the kingdom to come. And many that were most celebrated in this life, most esteemed, are going to be most despised, or I should say not despised, but uh, have the lowest places in the world to come. See, Paul told us in the Brit Hadashah in the New Testament, look amongst yourself. He's speaking to the ecclesia here. He's speaking to the church. He said, there's not many famous among you. There's not many noble among you. There's not many super rich among you because God has chosen the lowly of this world in order to raise them up at the end of the age to confound the wise and the prudent. And this is what Hannah is saying here. That look, all the people that you see around you now, 
those in high places, those that are making the most money, they're going to be last in the age to come. And so let's live, beloved, with an eternal perspective because if we don't have the fear of the Lord now, living for an eternal reality, and instead are going after being someone in this world, we're going to be sorely hurt and disappointed in the world to come. We need to be servants. So I'm going to read it again, and then we're going to move on. Those who were full, in other words, the wealthy of this world, hire themselves out for bread. In other words, they're full now, but in the world to come, they're going to hire themselves out for even a morsel of bread. They're going to be poor in the world to come. Those who are hungry in this world will cease to be hungry. Even the barren, those who were barren in this world, will give birth to seven in the world to come. You might be empty now, but as long as you're clinging to Yeshua, the end of your story has not been written. Those who were barren give birth to seven, but she who has many children languishes. In other words, you may have had many children in this life, but in the world to come, if you didn't live for God, you're gonna be empty. And so once again, the whole point here of this divine revelation is not to live for this age alone. You see, we're living in the age of me. We're living in the age of materialism. We're living in the age of the now. We're living in the age of the temporal. But the Bible says, set not your eyes on things that are below, but set your gaze up where Messiah is at the right hand of God. You see, we read that Moses, rather than leading a comfortable life in Egypt as an Egyptian, chose instead to be exiled into the wilderness because he wanted to stand with the people of God. And Abraham left his home where he was comfortable to pursue God for an eternal kingdom, for something that was going to be so superior to his temporal comforts. And you and I, the Bible says, are to live as aliens and pilgrims in this world. We're not setting our hope for a culmination to happen in this age, but rather we're living in this age, picking up our cross daily, fighting the fight of faith, knowing that our eternal reward is in the kingdom to come. You see, the Bible says, where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Therefore, set not your eyes on this world, but set your eyes on the kingdom and the fact that Jesus is coming again and will reward to every man according to what he's done. This is what Hannah is referring to here. That many right now that are living lives of ease, leading lives of wealth, leading lives that seem to be so fulfilled, because they're not living for God, the time will come where they will be empty and the humble of this world that we're living for God will be exalted and be made exceedingly glad. Beloved, this is not just rhetoric. This is a word from the Lord for you. I wanna ask you to look at your life and the way that you're leading it. And if you need to reprioritize your priorities in the way that you're living, do it now, for time is short. The kingdom is at hand. 
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and this is the daily teaching program of Rabbi Schneider. To hear this program again or to subscribe to our daily podcast, be sure to visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And well, as Rabbi said, today's message is not just rhetoric. We really need to be a people who are humble and willing to be used for God's leading. And if God is calling you to stand with us in prayer or financial support, then I'd like to encourage you to follow that prompting. We would love to partner with you, and we'd love to hear how this ministry is helping you to get more in line with what God desires for you and this season. And now to share what's on his heart, here is Rabbi Schneider once again. Beloved, I've been praying that Father God would continue to subject me and that I would cooperate with his subjection and come under the blade of his word. The word is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. And it's ministered to us in the power of the Holy Spirit through Messiah Jesus. In order for this process to take place, I have to be willing to come under his authority. And when we come under his authority, it affects our disciplining of our thoughts, our attitude, our words, everything in life, including how we use our finances. I want to encourage you, surrender your finances to God, to Hashem, because we can't enter into the fullness of his presence without being surrendered to him in every area of our lives. If you'd like to give a one-time gift today, or if you'd like to partner with us on a monthly basis by automating your gift, then we invite you to go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also send your generous financial donations in the mail by writing to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. You know, these daily programs, they're made possible through your voluntary donations and your faithful and your consistent prayers. So thank you so much for valuing Rabbi's teaching and wanting to see others come to know Jesus as their Messiah. As our way of saying thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll send you the latest copy of our insightful and encouraging newsletter. And if you sign up as a new monthly partner, we'll send you an additional gift of appreciation, an authentic shofar that's handcrafted in Israel. And then, did you know that Rabbi has written a new book on Messianic prophecy? It's called Messianic Prophecy Revealed, and it will help you see the Messiah on the pages of the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, in a whole new light. The Old Testament isn't just a collection of traditions from the Jewish people or just for the Jewish people. It's all about showing us why Jesus is the key to salvation. Once again, it's called Messianic Prophecy Revealed, and you can purchase a copy by going online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or by calling 800-777-7835. And right now, to wrap up today's message from our series, Hannah's Song, with a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. 
you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again next time when Rabbi Schneider shares a true story about a miraculous birth. That's coming up Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.